What's up, guys? Welcome to Tell Me Your Truth. I'm your host, Nikki Eldridge, and I am super pumped that you're here. If this is your first time on the show, welcome. Glad you found me. There's a lot to listen to. When you're done with this, head back on through and listen to some of the other episodes. If you are a returning listener, thank you. I appreciate it. So, as you heard, intro is a little different. What you think? I'd love to know. Hit me up on social media at Nikki underscore TMYT on Instagram. Or you can always leave me a rating and review in whatever podcast app you use that allows rating and reviews. So now that that's out of the way, what are we talking about today? Today we are going to listen in on my ADHD journey. For whatever reason, I have set up the next sort of three episodes to be ADHD related. Um, I have an interview coming out next week that I'm super excited for you guys to hear. And then another interview uh, with two of my friends the week after that. So please make sure you are coming back every Monday. Make sure you are subscribed in your podcast app. Whatever you're listening to this on, please hit subscribe. You'll get your new episodes dropped right into your favorite podcast player every week on Mondays so that you never have to worry about missing an episode. So. I'm not going to talk too much more. (laughs) This is a little bit of a longer episode than my solo episodes usually are. There's just a little bit more to talk about in this one. So we're about at about 30 minutes on this one. So I'm going to let you guys jump right in. Enjoy. I was diagnosed late 2020 um, at age 30. It was kind of weird how it came about. Um... The therapist that I see, um, I was telling her about this graphic that I found, which I will link in the show notes for you guys. Um, The uh, creator's name is Danny, and I can't remember her last name right now, but she makes really cool graphics about um, ADHD to help people understand what it looks like from our world. So I saw this graphic, and my oldest son also has ADHD, and when I was reading it, I, I read it because of him, right? And when I was reading it, though, I'm like, oh, my God, hold on a minute. I think this might be me. Um, And I'd always kind of wondered if I had some form of, like, ADHD or, you know, I knew I had, like, sensory issues. I didn't think I had autism. um, But I had always seen these similarities between me and my oldest, right? And I couldn't tell... what was nature and what was nurture in those traits so anyway I find this graphic I think it's me and I had a um this was Rona time so we were doing therapy over the phone I had a call with my therapist the next day and I told her you know I intended to read this and and learn some more about Nick but it sounds a little like me And she said, well, if you're asking, I have the ability to diagnose you. I am licensed to diagnose. And I can absolutely, without a doubt, tell you that you have ADHD. So yeah, she said, absolutely. And when I hung up that phone call, I cried. 
And I cried and I cried and I cried. And not because I was sad. I was so beyond relieved. I had such peace and clarity come over me. So much stuff in that moment made sense. It just made so much sense. (laughs) I never obviously had a diagnosis before then. Never really thought to even... I mean, when I was growing up, you didn't really seek that out unless there was some pretty, you know, big issues in school, right? And I didn't really have those. Not that I really mentioned to anybody. I just kind of thought, I don't really like school. So, you know, no one cares if I like school or not. I got to go to school, right? So why say anything? Um, But in reality, when I can look back, I can definitely see how, you know, knowing what I know now that ADHD might have played a role in some of the reasons why I didn't like school. Um, One being math was torturous for me. Absolutely torturous. And it's not that I didn't, not that I wasn't smart enough to understand it, which I always thought that was the truth, right? I always thought that I just wasn't smart enough to remember and do math. And the older I get, the more I realize I actually understand math perfectly fine. I just couldn't learn it in the way that I needed to in a school environment in that fast paced it's not even wasn't even as fast paced then as it even is now god some of these these kids are doing division in third grade I don't remember doing division in third grade but I was terrible I had to my senior year if I wanted to pass and graduate I had to take go down the lunchroom shove as much food in my mouth as I possibly could as fast as I possibly could and run to my math teacher's classroom because our lunches were at the same time and my class was my math class was directly after lunch so she would take time while she was sitting and eating her lunch to help me through the homework and when I would sit with her and do the work I would get the right answers but when she gave me a test I would fail it So somehow, by the grace of God and all of her hard work, I was able to get like a low C or a very high D, which was enough to get me to pass, right? As long as I didn't get an F, it didn't matter. And so I was able to graduate, but if it wasn't for her help, I would have never, I would have had to repeat math or go to summer school or maybe not even graduate till the next year. I could do English fine, never had a problem with that, um social studies I liked it when we watched documentaries and stuff same thing in science I was interested by science so science I always did really well in because it always intrigued me Um, especially life science I did really well with that Um, and social studies I liked like I said the documentaries were fun and and I enjoy those kinds of things I like history it's it's fun for me but as far as remembering dates um, I have if you asked me right now I don't have any idea when any of the wars took place, either the world wars or the wars in our country, the wars outside of our country that we pay attention to. I don't know. The stuff you learn in school, dates and times and people, I remember people's names, but I don't remember what most of what they did. Um, I could never memorize the presidents. Um, if you to- asked me who George Washington was, I could tell you, but if you asked me 
something about John Adams, I couldn't tell you shit. I don't know. I only know George Washington is the was the first president. <laughs> That's all I know. Like, I, I don't, I don't, re, I don't retain that information. And it's not because I wasn't interested, because I was. I actually, you know, I actually did enjoy that stuff. I just literally couldn't retain the information. And I always thought that I must have just not been smart enough to get the grades that some of my friends were getting. Like my, one of my extremely good friends, Amanda, who actually, um, as the day I'm recording this, is actually on her way up to hang out with me. Um, she was a whiz, right? Like memory like a steel damn trap this woman has. Like you could ask her some random fact about some random year and she would know and be able to fire it off like nothing. I can't do that. I can't do that. Now, you ask me, what happened in the movie Billy Madison, I can tell you every part of it. <laughs> but, or if you ask me, if you play a song from, I don't know, 15 years ago, it doesn't matter if I heard that song yesterday or if I heard it 15 years ago was the last time I ever heard that song. If I knew it then, I would remember every single word to it to this day. All I'd have to do is listen to it for a few minutes and I'd remember every single word to a song I had not heard in 15 years. That stuff I can do. Forget about the rest of it. Um, so the more I learned, the more I realized that that was a working memory issue, right? People with ADHD have a problem with their working memory or their short-term memory. So how this might play out and the most you know pertinent example I could give is if someone, it, okay, we'll back it up. If you're baking, okay, and someone, you get the box, right? We all bake out of boxes. I'm not Betty fucking Crocker, so I got to use a box. If I'm looking at the box, I can see I need eggs, oil, milk. That's probably it, right, if you're using a box, right? Even though I just looked at this box, by the time I turn around to go to the fridge, I will have forgotten either how many, how many eggs, how much milk, what measuring cups I needed, something. I will have forgotten some step of the way. So I will either have to go and dig the box out of the trash because I don't always learn my lesson, right? <laughs> or I have to leave the box there and I have to re-reference that box over and over and over again to make sure that I remember the correct amount of things. It's not because I'm not good at baking. I'm great at baking. and I'm great at cooking. I have an issue with working memory. It'll be the same reason that I have every intention of putting an onion in whatever I'm cooking and I take the onion out and I set it on the counter and I get busy chopping up and doing the things and going to put them in the pan and I'll forget to completely chop that onion. Unless it's right there in my face, if I set it off to the side even just a little bit, I'll forget to get the onion, chop it up and put it in the pan. Can cannot tell you how many times I intended to put an onion in something that never made it in the dish, right? So that's just a couple of examples of how working memory can play a problem. And I also um, have an issue with object permanence, right? So what this looks like is if there is something that I need to remember, right? I need to remember to either give um, my son his medication or give myself my medication. If it's not in the same place at all times, I will forget to take it or I will forget to give it, right? So... I have a little basket on my nightstand right next to my bed that has 
every medication and vitamin that I take throughout an entire day. And the reason I have this set up like this is because some things I take in the morning and some things I take at night. Well, where am I first thing in the morning and right before I go to bed? I'm in my bed. Therefore, this basket sits on my nightstand with all my medications in it. Whatever medications that I need to take in the morning are taken before my feet hit the floor and nine times out of 10, I will take the meds out, set them next to my water cup so they're right there, right? I don't have to dig through the basket. I make it as easy as possible for myself to complete the task of taking my medication and my vitamins, right? Things like that. There are things you have to think about when you have an ADHD brain. Most people are like, yeah, I take meds every morning. I keep them under the bathroom sink in a thing. If my medication was under a bathroom sink in a basket somewhere that I had no clue where it was, I would never, ever, ever think to take it, ever. That's just a little bit of how my brain works, right? And also you have to understand that everyone with ADHD is different, right? My ADHD looks nothing like my son's. Like I said, there are some similarities and you do tend to struggle with similar issues, right? But for example, the biggest difference I think between, I'm not the exception to the rule, I'm sure there are plenty of people like me, but most of the time you hear people with ADHD are unorganized or messy or they have overly cluttered homes or whatever, right? They just tend to lose things. I mean, I lose things, but I, if you walk into my house, you think that I'm like one of those neat freak germaphobe people because there is hardly ever anything out of place. There is systems for the systems in this house, right? Um, I have adopted minimalism. So we own next to nothing. Um, and I love it that way. Because the less I have to manage, the better it works for me. The less visual clutter that I have, the less brain clutter I have. That's a completely different episode for another day. So I'm giving that example to simply say this. I am a highly organized human. Highly organized. When my surroundings are a mess, I can't concentrate. I can't focus on the simplest task, right? It's all next to impossible. Dishes are done pretty much every night in this house. I do one single load of laundry a day. I even have, uh, I even got rid of all my big laundry baskets and simply use these tiny little baskets from the Dollar Tree. They're little, little things. And there's one for clothes and one for towels. That's it. That forces me to do a load every single day. And I know that I'm never dealing with more than one or two days of clothes at a time because I'll alternate between clothes and towels so one day I'll wash clothes one day I'll wash towels so they there might often be two days worth of towels or two days worth of clothes sometimes there's not two days worth of towels because we use our towels more than once call me gross I don't give a shit you should be clean when you come out the damn shower so your towel shouldn't be that damn dirty anyway so alternating between washing clothes and washing towels one tiny load a day keeps laundry mountain away right? Like that's my motto. One tiny load a day keeps laundry mountain away. And I hate folding laundry. I hate it. I hate putting it away. I will wash it. I will dry it. I hate putting it away. So having these tiny little baskets, I already know in my head, I'm not going to have that much to put away. So therefore it's easier for me. 
So that brings me to my final thought. Um, I'm pretty new on this little journey. Um, at this point, it's March of 2021 when I'm recording this. And um, so it's not been that long since I've had a diagnosis. Um, and I'm still learning a lot every day about ADHD in general, about my personal ADHD. And um, what accommodations I need, um, what places I need to show more compassion to myself, uh, because this affects more than people realize. And um, one of my new missions is to make sure that people understand that ADHD is not just for hyper kids who can't sit still in school, right? There are full-grown, successful adults who have ADHD. There is nothing wrong with someone who has ADHD. Their brains are simply different. Okay? They're just different. And I am not less of a person because the way I process dopamine in my brain is different than the way you do. And I am not a drug addict or someone who's just trying to lose weight or whatever. I'm not making this shit up so that I can take a pill, right? Because I think anyone with ADHD would tell you that they, if they didn't have to take medication, they certainly would not. I don't think anyone would choose to have to be on something. I don't think anyone would choose to have ADHD. It does make life harder in a lot of ways. I'm not saying that you know, ADHD is bad in any way because it's not. It's just different, right? It's just different. And I am medicated now. When I first was diagnosed, I waited a while. Um, and I'll be honest, I take Adderall and it's working well for me. Um, it's taboo, I guess. I didn't realize how taboo this drug was. Um, but I guess if I'm being honest, I had my own personal bias that I was sort of unaware of because it took me a long time to not only come around to medication for myself but I'll be a little ashamed to admit that I was a little hesitant to even medicate my child and when I saw how incredibly fucking helpful it was I was mad at myself for waiting even the short time that I did with him, I only waited a couple weeks and kind of weighed my options. But I was mad at myself for waiting as long as I did to get him help because he is able to function so much better in the world. And so am I. What it looks like for me when I take Adderall, what happens is that my brain is able to slow down. I just have to give you a little picture real quick of what it was like for me before I started my medication. So in any given day, um, if you were to take a little chair and were able to hop in my brain and sit there like with some popcorn and and all the things that went through my mind 
played on a movie screen for you. You would be highly confused, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, you'd be exhausted after 15 minutes, okay? And that's not an exaggeration. And I'm not saying this shit for sympathy because I've lived with this my whole life and I really, I don't need your sympathy. I appreciate it, but this is just for educational purposes, right? I have so many thoughts that go through my head on a regular basis. And I'll give you a perfect example of something that happens to me a lot, which is I fall down these rabbit holes of thoughts, right? So right now I'm sitting at my desk and I'm looking out my window and there's a lot of trees, right? And this one particular tree has a branch hanging off of it. If I were to allow myself, I could just look at the tree, see that hanging branch and remember that we have a tree in our front yard that needs to get cut down because it's dead. And then I'd say, okay, I think next thought would be I need to look up tree services. And then I'd get on Google and I'd look up tree services. And then I'd think, oh yeah, but someone told me that their friend or so-and-so did this and I'd like to support someone, you know, local if I can. So then I'd try to remember who it was that told me and then try to think of their name and maybe try to Google search local people in my town. And then if that didn't work, I'd think, okay, well, maybe it's going to be too expensive. I should probably look into what, how much a chainsaw costs and see if I, if this is something that Jordan and I can handle by ourselves. It's not a very big tree. So then I need to get on Menards and look and see how much chainsaws cost and then, you know, figure out, okay, well, we got to do something with this wood. So what are we going to do with the wood? And then I'd have to look into a thing to hold the wood in the backyard and Then I'd have to think, well, how long does it take for wood to dry out before you can use it in the fire? And then there'd be that Google search for that and so on and so forth, right? And before I know it, 30 minutes could have passed on just this one thought simply because I looked at a tree, right? (laughs) Stuff like that happens to me all the time. And I could also be in the middle of a conversation, right? Okay, so this is a funny one. So the other day, (laughs) we were all in the kitchen and I was looking out the kitchen window and from our kitchen window, you can see the roof of our shed and it's spring. So the robins are out and my husband was in the middle of saying something to my son and I was sitting at the kitchen table and I looked out and there was this big fat ass robin. I have never seen a robin so fat in my life and all I could do was yell out, holy shit, that's a fat ass robin (laughs) in the middle of his sentence to Nicholas. No filter, right? Like no filter at all. It just flew. The second the thought, the second that my eyes hit that bird, it flew out of my mouth. My thought did, right? Like I thought I was just thinking it and then I realized, oh no, this is coming out of your mouth, right? That happens a lot. I, um, you'll hear me say squirrel a lot, right? You know the movie Up, the little dog that has a little talking collar on it and he'll say something and then he'll go, squirrel. Yeah, I'm that dog. I could be in the middle of something and or saying a sentence and then something will catch my attention and I'll be like oh this and totally interrupt my thought or interrupt the person and when I catch myself I'll go squirrel (laughs) so that's where that comes from so you'll probably hear me say squirrel a lot (laughs) but that's what my brain is like and also um I struggle a lot with simple chores right like I'm a very neat and organized person but I'm not a very clean person right like I wipe my counters down I do my dishes 
Um, the only reason my floors are ever vacuumed is because I have a, a Roomba now. Um, I have a, an Amazon version of a Roomba that my dad bought me for Christmas. That's the only reason why my floors are ever um, swept. I can't tell you the last time I mopped a floor. Um, my bathroom shower is probably gross and I'm going to have to force myself to clean it today because Amanda's coming and it needs to be cleaned. Um, my husband cleans the toilets because I don't dirty them like my kids and my husband do. So that's his job. Um, that's why my toilets are ever clean. Um, I, I just have a hard time with like cleaning chores, right? And, you know, we're working our way towards a little bit better financial situation. And I told him one of the very first things we're doing when we have some more of this credit card stuff paid off is I'm hiring someone to come in once a month to clean the house. Because guess what? I don't have to be beating myself up with the fact that I'm not a very good cleaner. I don't. Like, I don't have to be sorry for that. It's just who I am. So that's something I've had to kind of come to terms with a lot. You know, like I mentioned before, in school, I thought I just wasn't smart enough or I just wasn't trying hard enough, right? And when it comes to house chores, like, I'm a stay-at-home mom and I do podcasting as a, and I'm trying to make this a career. And but I'm still a mom and a wife and there's still responsibilities that come with that. And when you're not made of money and, and you know, you can't hire off everything. Like there's still, even if I had someone come clean my house once a week, there's still chores I have to do, right? Like I can't let my dishes pile up for a week and I can't let my shower get so gross no one wants to shower in it, right? So that's other things that I struggle with. And when I, I think about all the things that I'm not doing, that creates anxiety. And then that anxiety makes it to where now I'm like paralyzed and, and all I can do is is sit on the couch and watch Netflix because I can't bring myself to get up and do anything because it all just feels so overwhelming and so big, right? And to people who don't have ADHD or anxiety, they may not get that, but that's just my life. And my medication helps me with this. It helps me to quiet the noise in my brain. I go down less rabbit holes. I am able to do simple chores that it would take a lot of power and willpower that I don't always have to just bring myself to do. And life is just easier that way. I don't feel high. I don't speed. I'm not a zombie. I don't lay around all day. Um, it's not what you hear. Okay. The medication for ADHD for people who actually need this medication, it does not do what you hear that it does, right? It does not turn kids into zombies. It does not make people speed that need it, okay? If you take Adderall with a neurotypical brain, you're going to speed. You're going to feel high. You're going to feel great. You're going to get all the shit done, right? That's not what happens to me, okay? And that brings me to my next point. People who take this medication are not drug addicts, okay? We are not addicted to our meds. I could stop taking my meds tomorrow and it wouldn't matter. I would be a little like I was before. I would have all the same issues, but I'm not dependent on my medication. I take my medication because it's a tool to help me. That's it, period. When you need these things, there's a lot less likelihood of substance abuse issue with these things, right? These are medications to us. They're not street drugs. These are prescribed by a doctor. So just because you take a controlled substance doesn't make you a drug addict, okay? So please, be kind. Be gentle. 
you know, it's hard enough for someone with ADHD to get to a doctor's appointment and admit that they need help because there's so much shame and guilt and you think, why can't I do these simple damn things? Like why is simple life tasks so freaking hard for me? It's hard enough for us to seek the help we need without being judged and criticized for the choices that we make so that we can function, okay? And for God's sake, please lay off the parents who have to give their children this medication to get through school. Lay off, okay? Because I guarantee you, if I didn't have to give Nicholas any kind of medication to get through life, I fucking wouldn't. So, and neither would any other parent. So, just because, you know, we're, pills aren't a cure for parenting, okay? That's not why my kid takes medication. My kid takes medication because he has a diagnosed condition. He has ADHD and these medicines help him get through his day just like they do me. So that's really all I have today. This is, you know, I'm still new with this journey. I'm still figuring things out and I'll continue to probably update as I go. Um, But just one last reminder, please be kind, okay? Please be kind to people. Don't pretend to know things that you are completely uneducated on, all right? Just be kind. And if someone chooses to share with you that they have ADHD, I'm sure they'd love your questions. Just please ask them respectfully and ask them with a true curiosity and an open mind and not being judgmental or nosy, okay? So um, that's it for me tonight. I love you guys and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening, guys. If you love what you heard today, please consider leaving me a rating and review. It's how the podcast grows and how more people can find the show. For the show notes for this episode, as well as every other episode, head over to tmytcast.com forward slash episodes. Also, my website is the place that you can find all things Tell Me Your Truth. Please be checking that regularly because I am updating it all the time. If you want a more behind the scenes look at my life, as well as real time updates about the show, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Nikki underscore T-M-Y-T. That's at N-I-K-I underscore T-M-Y-T. I love you all and I will see you next week.